1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: And he joins us right now from Berea. Good morning, Daryl. How are you, buddy? Daryl, how are you? How's that podcast going? The podcast is going great. Just making sure. New one dropped this morning, huh?
3: Yes, we uh, talked a lot, obviously, about DeMar Hamlin and uh, everything that happened uh, over the last couple of days. Obviously, some tremendous news this morning coming out of Buffalo and Cincinnati, which is uh, great to hear. And then yep. uh, also, the Browns got a potential Hall of Famer on their hands all of a sudden, with Joe Thomas being named a finals. So we talked about that, too.
2: That's outstanding. You can get that. On. What's that thing called, Darrell? It's always game day in Cleveland. Because it's always game day in Cleveland, Jeff. That's fabulous. You guys do a great job of that, show. So I'm sitting here, and I'm listening to Joe Woods. And, Daryl, I know it's a tough biz. I know they make a lot of money. I know that, you know, just take a look at the resume of almost any coach in the NFL not named Stefanski. They don't spend 14 years with one team or something like that. Right. I felt felt bad for the guy. I I hate the fact that a guy's sitting there getting grilled about his job. Should he be back? Well,
3: um, it's it, it's tough. I mean, I, look, I, I
2: asked him, uh,
3: you know, basically, you know, th- the last two years the defense is, has played well down the stretch, but, you know, first half of the season, you know, what happened? Um, and he actually gave a, a, a pretty reasonable answer. Uh, and uh, he basically said that, you know, first half of the season, incorporating some new people. Uh, trying to uh continue to use some schemes that work that uh you know this time around weren't working, and so they had to uh you know make some adjustments in that um it it It's hard to say uh because i, I do think that there's a there's a case for both ways jeff the, 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 There's something to be said for them playing well and showing improvement as the season goes on but then there's the other part of it of, well, what happened the first half of the year and the fact that uh, that that's what ultimately sunk this season was their inability to play well and consistently in the first half of the season. So it, it, at least from my standpoint, it's it's a tough call. It's easy to say, make a change. Um, You know, maybe they keep Joe Woods, but they change out a position coach or two or three. Right. Um, I just don't, feel like even like regardless of what happened Sunday in Pittsburgh, I just don't think that you can come back off of uh, either back-to-back eight and nine seasons or an eight and nine and a seven and 10 season and come back with your coaching staff fully intact and say, Hey, everything's fine. We're going to go, you know, run it back for a fourth straight year because the reality is this team has underachieved.
2: I thought it was interesting that his answer about pressure, like he wishes he had I, – I, did you catch the answer about that? In the He talked about he wishes they would have done more pressure-wise. Is that him saying, I didn't have the personnel to do this? Because otherwise, why would a defensive coordinator say they couldn't pressure the ball enough, that he wanted to do it more but wasn't doing it? Well, if you're calling the defensive plays, aren't you responsible for – uh, uh, yeah, I'm very confused on what he said there. I'll say this about Joe. Uh I I
3: respect the fact that he n- never gave us canned answers. He right. was always pretty mu- pretty open and honest about uh things when answering questions from us. And I, I know fans don't care about that type of stuff, but like for me, I, I respect that. Um even when he was asked about point blank his job security. Yeah, he sure and, did though. You're right. And 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 he's just like, Hey, I hope I get the opportunity. I see the potential here. He told the story about his time with the forty ers and you know, they went four and twelve and then the very next year they ultimately ended up, you know, winning I think twelve, thirteen games and, and, and going to the Super Bowl and he said, I I I see that kind of talent uh here with this roster and I hope I get the opportunity to, to see that through um so uh when especially with everything that's gone on this week and just the stark reminder of the human uh side of this game i, I just I, I look at a guy like joe woods and yeah it's tough not to re- at least respect it doesn't mean agree doesn't mean think he did a great job whatever but it to at least respect his candor and his honesty, even when it came to his own failings and shortcomings.
2: Darrell, where do you factor in, how do you factor in something Andy and I talked about, which is, it was real clear at the beginning of the season, this team needed defensive tackles. Yeah. Or or at least needed somebody to really step up. That's that's not on Joe, is it? That's on Andrew Berry and his staff.
3: No, and the linebacking core got decimated, and and I know, and, and and as I like to say, you know, we're talking about excuses here, but there are realities that do come with those excuses. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think Jordan Elliott did a, a decent job this year, um, but yeah, d- defensive tackle uh, that 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 was that was a bad job by Andrew Berry in the off season. Not really shoring that position up on the flip side of that coin is we, you know, we talked about like last off, you know, during last off season, right. When it was all going down and we, you know, be like, oh, I don't know if these defensive tackles are going to cut it this year. And turns out they didn't, um, you know, I, I had talked about, you know, the, 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 team building roster, building aspect the draft and develop guys aspect. And while philosophically, it makes sense philosophically, um, it, uh, it, it, it's what you want to do when you're a team trying to win. Now, sometimes you just need to make sure that those guys are buried on the depth chart as opposed to putting them in starting roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so I, I, I think that that is one area that Andrew Berry really failed miserably this year to sufficiently address and put this roster in a position to be successful.
2: Stretch maybe on my part here. Andrew Berry played defensive back. Kevin Stefanski played defensive back. This team is heavily invested in defensive backs. Is that a coincidence?
3: It's a passing league, Jeff. Um, okay. And so I don't have a problem with subscribing to the theory of there is no such thing as having enough defensive backs. It's it's, it's a passive league with all yeah. You know, with all due respect to Nick Chubb and and, and what he's done, he's going for the fifteen hundred yards. Uh, which would make him only the second brown in franchise history, joining Jim Brown to accomplish said feat um it, it's a passing league and when when you have a league that has a rule book that's designed uh, where you can pick up yardage without even completing a pass like fifteen different ways by penalty, it yeah it, it's a passing league, so um i understand i I, I totally get you connecting those dots. I think it's completely fair to connect those dots, but the reality of the situation is, surpassingly, you need all you need all the, the quality DBs you can get. And 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 listen, the Browns um, in recent years, when you look at their secondary being decimated by injury, like last remember COVID year, mm-hmm. and then last year they just you know, I mean the the secondary was the linebackers this year, right? Uh, maybe not with guys ending up on IR and being done for the year, but just with guys just being banged up and and, and unavailable like so. And, and they suffered from not having enough DBs. So yeah, can't have enough of those guys back there.
2: Darrell, thoughts on Pittsburgh this week? Last game of the season. What needs to be accomplished, and what should be the what is the attitude of this team going into this? Especially, I think now that we got some good news out of Cincinnati slash Buffalo.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten in the locker room today, but yeah. I can tell you, Alex Van Pelt held back tears when uh, I believe it was Mary Kay that read the medical update uh, to him, and you know, he just basically said that that's great news, and I'm going to leave it at that. Be, um, uh, it's it's. It's emotional for all these guys. Mike Prefer, I asked him about it. Uh, you know, Joe. it's just it 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 it's, it is a brotherhood. There there is a, a human element to this thing. You know, we can talk about execution and who made the plays and who didn't make the plays and who's at fault for not making the plays and who should be fine and all that. But uh, you know, um, what happened Monday night was just awful. And uh, you know, hopefully people keep praying uh, for this kid to to really come out of this thing. Uh, and then he keeps making the progress that he's making, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I do feel like that the, that they have the capacity uh, as a team here to 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 set that aside and to you know go out and perform. Uh, I thought Mike Prefer made an excellent point, and it and it I can understand how some might think it's callous to say that, but it is reality. And he said we can't go out and play tentative. Because when you go out and play tentative, that's when guys do get hurt. You have, you, and and I don't think that that's going to be the case, the case on Sunday. I think that uh, you know, based on everything that I've uh, I've heard and gathered, that you know Kevin Stefanski has done a, a great job uh, communicating with the team. Uh, you know, making sure various resources in the building are available to guys. His door, the coaches' doors, are open to their players to to talk if they need to talk and things like that. So uh, my anticipation is that they're going to go to Pittsburgh and try and knock the Steelers out of the playoffs.
2: Darrell, we got about a minute. We were talking about Alex Van Pelt at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. If, if you're a, an offensive coordinator in an offense, that's I think done a pretty good job, you know, not perfect, but there have been some good things about the offense and you're not calling the plays are you looking for an opportunity to call plays next year? In other words, could he leave this staff for a different type of gig where he's the man who's calling the plays?
3: Um, sure. I think that's a possibility, but I, I would, I, I, I mean, you're basically asking me to put myself in Alex's shoes. And if I put myself in his shoes, I stay one more year. Because next year's when you're expecting the big offensive explosion with Deshaun. Uh And as he said today, uh, getting a glimpse of that really get, kind of gets you excited, right? Uh, in second half of Washington, so it, it just me putting myself in Alex's shoes. I would stay one more year with Deshaun, have the explosive year, then all of a sudden now you get yourself on the radar to potentially not even go somewhere cold place, Jeff, but you, you get yourself in that head coaching candidacy circle too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Daryl, thank you, buddy.
2: You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Earl Ryder, our Browns Beat reporter. He's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage
0: match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.